Welcome everybody back to the Tasteful Podcast. My name's Jordan. And I'm the guy in a squeaky chair again. Also known as... As man. Aaron. No, just... Why I'm can't sorry, just, I'm sorry to shoot you down already. It's why been can't 10 I just seconds. be Asman? You can be Asman if you want, mate. I'm going to be Asman today. So you're more of an Asman? Next week, I'm going to be AJ. Fair enough. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is currently the uh, fourth of. Oh, no, it's the. <laughs> I was, I was like, it's, it's, it's the 19th, it's of, 19th November, of November 2020. Yeah. 20. Um, if you're wondering, okay, so here's what's happened. So we still haven't uploaded any podcasts. I've uploaded them. Oh, really? Like they're published? No, no, they're no, not no, published. no, sorry, published. I still need to do the, 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 the logo for that. I gave Jordan logo duty. Yeah. Just let us down. I'm, I'm sorry. We'll do it. And okay, here's what's happened. So I'm just going to release all three, I think. I think that's what we should do. Just, do just once, release yeah. them all three. So if you're wondering why all three came out at the same time. It's because Jordan one was viewer. lazy. Yeah, it's because yeah. Let's let's go with that. Okay. Well, um, from now on, we have weekly episodes. I am moving away next month. However, we'll we, try and we, we'll try and continue the legacy. I think with Dylan there, you know, it might add a bit of a fun element, or we could just not have Dylan at fun all. Element. Or, 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 or the thing you, is, I'll just have to shout into the other room to get Dylan. That'll or, be the best part. You make a podcast with Dylan, and I'm just out of the question. Then maybe it'll be the Aaron report. It could be, yeah. Who knows? Oh my gosh, this that could, could work. this could be. Ground changing, ground changing. I've never heard that one. Well, it's, well, it's, it's not earthquake. ground. It's, it's not ground. It's, it's not earth breaking, and it's not like wait, uh, ground breaking. It's not ground breaking. Yeah. It's not earth changing. So it's like ground breaking. I've never heard earth changing before. I don't <laughs> think that's a saying, <laughs> guys. Isn't. This is earth changing, guys. This is universe changing stuff wow. right here. Well, I mean, everything we do is universe changing. Technically, we're expanding the lore of the tasteful podcast. Cinematic Universe <laughs> Cinematic Universe Brilliant Well uh, it wouldn't be the Tasteful Podcast without tasting stuff And we have except here Except we did like the whole first season without tasting Aaron, stuff can we Can you just be cool I am cool <laughs> no, I'm kidding okay. I'm chill man Everyone just chill. Look Everyone look at what I brought That could be like a hundred different things But they all know what it is Well Hey guys all right. Tell us what it is Alright okay Alright <laughs> listeners Oh, I was gonna get them, make them guess. That's. What- <laughs> I was gonna make them guess, but you know what? You've spoiled it. <laughs> if as if they couldn't. Li- now, nah, yeah. Okay, we have white chocolate flavored cocoa pops. I've been wanting to try these since before leaving for America, and I was so scared that um, while I was overseas, we were gonna discontinue them. But I came back, and they're on the shelves. So here we have white chocolate, chocolate cocoa pops. Cocoa pops. Um. Just like a chocolate milkshake. Oh, they're crunchy. Yeah, I was wondering if they were going to change that, but it's just a chocolate milkshake again, apparently. Well, it's white chocolate, yeah, so it's still like, a chocolate is milkshake. A, is, does a white chocolate milkshake exist? I don't know. I've never tried one before. I we think could, we, we need to try one. and find white chocolate flavoring and make a white chocolate milkshake. You could get ice magic. They have white mm, chocolate ice magic. I don't think that'll work. You could temper down, like melt down white chocolate and then just mix that in with milk. That could work, that would work. yeah. That but then totally a chocolate milkshake would be a hot chocolate. Yeah, but then you could cool it. But then it might go weird. Nah. Well, what yeah. if, well, oh. we, look, we let, Let's do a little food experiment at some point. <laughs> yeah. We'll try and make a white chocolate milkshake. How about that? How about next week? Yeah. yeah. Well, let's this week do it. if you want to do it. I don't know. I, I don't go. I don't have anything on if you want to try it today. But like, um, 
If not, maybe not today. It. Let's do it we'll, next week. Then. Yeah, we'll do it next week. We'll do it. Wow, white chocolate. Okay, let's. I need to write this down, otherwise I will forget. Like I will forget. Okay, <laughs> let me just write this down. Podcast season three. Okay, white chocolate milkshake. And here's what's going to happen. Next week, I'm going to show up and I'm going to, we're going to be prepared to do the podcast. I'm going to open up the list of things I need to talk about. And I'll be like, oh, we need to do that white chocolate milkshake. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll try I'll, and remember no, I'll sort it. We'll try and remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I'll sort the white chocolate we'll, we'll milkshake do, we'll do, How about we do some research? We'll get back to each other with our findings. and. Right. So we're going to research independently and compare our findings on exactly. the podcast. And then we'll I'll synthesize them into a, a universal recipe. <laughs> I, Okay. This is going to be universe changing. <laughs> Earth changing. Okay, I've opened the box. Oh, wow, Jordan. You just rushed straight into it. You I'm didn't sorry, even, I subconsciously You didn't even did ask it. me for permission first. Aaron, can I open this? Can yes. I go pop? Thanks. Yes, you can. All right, let's take a look. Whoa, they look like rice. Are these just rice bubbles? I think they might be what rice if, bubbles with if, flavoring, yeah. Well, Cocoa Pops are rice Krispies treats. Y- yeah, it's, it's, no, it's it, it, they are literally the same thing. Yeah, they're probably well. They do look a little bit more yellow. They're all so. by Kellogg's. Yeah. They're, okay. They basically get Rice Krispies and then right. they spray either chocolate. Smell the or- bag. It smells like um, Maggi Ice Magic White Chocolate. Ice Magic? Yeah, it smells yeah. like Ice Magic uh, white Okay, chocolate. he said Maggi Ice Magic, and I'm what, like... What is Maggi? Ma- Maggi's the noodles. <laughs> <laughs> you think of Cotty's Ice Magic. <laughs> but I'm like, Maggi does Ice Magic? Like, what, chicken noodle? Like, chicken-flavoured Ice Magic? What? <laughs> a bit of, like, chicken on your ice cream? I think it's because I just added an M to Cotty's, and I was like, what's close to Cotty's with an M? And I was like, oh, Maggi. Maggi Ice Magic. <laughs> yes. Should we... Should Bigger we- backpack. Right, how do you want to do? This? I reckon just in a cup and with some milk. I okay, the best. Do you want to, to get it. the cups, or do you want me to get the cups? Because usually you're can... the you're the one usually running away, and I'm the one stalling. No, I want to stall. I want you to stall, Jordan. You can. You can stall, Jordan. But you go for it, Aaron. All right. Get some spoons too. That'll that'll help. Uh, uh, what? I, I have no idea what he just said, but um, yeah, I'm quite excited for these little uh white chocolate good goodness i i also tried the um unicorn the unicorn uh fruit loops but there's literally there's literally no difference in taste it just looks a bit different and by looks a bit different it just slightly looks slightly pink and they were just the biggest letdown ever they made my and aaron's back right did you grab milk why didn't you grab milk aaron do we need milk? Oh, okay. I understand. Okay, it, well, I want to try mine with milk, if that's okay with you. We'll, we'll try them dry I, I, first. Yeah, I want to try dry. But let's I also let's wanna, go in dry. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go, go grab go, the milk. Go grab the milk. I just feel like it'll be messy in here. Okay, what we're going to do after we try them dry, we'll go out and, and get we, the milk. We, yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Easy. That's that's what we're all doing. Right, all right. <laughs> All right, I'm about to open the the packet of cereal. Let's see if we get a rush of flavor. Whoa! It's like a rush of flavor. I literally can't smell anything. Okay, do you want me to smell it? Since I have fairly good smells. Yeah, smelling is my my worst. It smells like rice with um ice magic flavoring. Magic ice magic. <laughs> magic ice magic. <laughs> That should be plenty. Thank you, Jordan. All right. Give us another smell on the old smell-o-meter, Aaron. I smelled the plastic cup. 
All right, here's some <laughs> ASMR for you ASMR lovers out there. Some Welcome back to ASMR. We're going to pour this yes. cereal. Yes, we're going to pour it. Oh, Jordan, pour it good. Pour it good, Jordan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That worked really well. I think the cardboard scraped against the microphone as well for you. All right, you ready? Yeah, I think we're ready. Let's do this. <laughs> wow, Jordan. Already one. All right, here we go. Go for it. Whoa, what? Whoa, whoa. Okay. That's a weird assortment of flavors. Oh, 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 oh. You know what this tastes like? I've got with a cord, but it. Oh, it's just for the cup. It tastes like those, those biscuits that are square and they have pink icing on top. You know those ones? No. Um. Um, are they okay, they're, they're donuts? Possibly. Yeah, they're like, they've got, okay, they're like little, they're thin, they're square. Oh, hundreds and thousands biscuits? Yeah, like those ones with like the pink icing on top, the hard icing on top, a thin layer, and a couple like hundreds and thousands on them. And then like the biscuit on the bottom is like wavy. Yeah, that's a fairy biscuit. But it also just tastes like wafer. I'm not a fan. You're not a fan? No. Um, yeah, I'm not really a fan of these. They just... Just don't do it for me. Alright, well... Here's what we'll do. I'll go out. I'll put some milk in. Oh, and it's hundreds and thousands of biscuits. Oh, that's what they're called? Hundreds and thousands biscuits? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I think more commonly known, they're known as fairy biscuits. Because yeah, they sense. look like fairy, fairy bread. bread. Yeah. I'm going to put some more in. I'm going to go out to the kitchen. I'm going to put some milk in. Now it's your turn to stall, Aaron. Personally, I feel like they ruined Cocoa Pops. I feel like that's just my opinion. Like, Cocoa Pops is amazing. But, like, I know it doesn't taste like chocolate. That's why I don't... Like, that's why I'm fine with it. But, like, this is... It's like you expect white chocolate... And you get this. It's a very weird assortment of flavors. I feel like they're just trying to emulate white chocolate. But I feel like, isn't white chocolate like an emulation of chocolate anyway? It's like some weird thing. I think it's like they use like cocoa butter or something. Let's let's just Google that. How is white choc- chocolate made? Uh, it's made from cocoa butter, milk solids, sugar, milk fat, and like... Wow, what, what's this gourmet mix? No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I was just like wanting to figure out what white chocolate actually is. Because I feel like these have completely missed the mark, but they could have hit the mark very All easily. Right. They've now soaked in milk for upwards of 20 seconds at this point, so I'm going to now take a milk-based bite. Aaron, do you like dry? Do you like dry cocoa pops? Yeah, I love dry cocoa pops. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Does milk add to it? Hmm. More pal- palatable. Cause I just feel like that it. Okay. See, okay, white chocolate has cocoa butter, milk solids, sugar. Milk fat and lecithin, lecithin, and I'm like, 
Will milk actually add to that flavor? Because there's a lot of milk in milk chocolate, white chocolate. Do you like rice bubbles? Don't think so, no. Here's what they taste like. They just taste like slightly sweeter rice bubbles. That's exactly what they taste like. Yeah. That's all they are. And my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. Is your day actually ruined? No. It's It's because we're doing the Tasteful Podcast, Jordan. How can your day be ruined when you are listening to the soothing voices of Jordan and Azza? Exactly. Now, Aaron, while I finish this small... Okay, I'll say this. I enjoy it. But, oh, wait, actually... We need to rank it. Okay. Um, where, where are we going to put this? This is going to be... Do you like it more than a ding dong? <sighs> okay, <laughs> well, I didn't... Yes, I like it more than a ding dong. I'll say that much. Because I, I really feel enjoy like the ding dong. I feel like I'm being probably too negative about this. So right. I feel like you should be the one who gets to rank this. I yeah, think- actually, I'm fairly sure you get to rank this one wherever you want. Because I got to rank something I wherever I wanted last week. Right, okay. So, yeah, it's it's your turn, Jordan. You get to put this wherever you want. All right. Well, if I can put my... If I can put the ding-dong wherever I want, <laughs> I'm going to put it down low. If So, you, it's going above ding-dong, but it's below... The bar-bubblegum? Bar, bar <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bar-bubblegum? <laughs> what was it? The bar-bubblegum, yeah. Bar-bubblegum. Okay, so, look... White chalk. I would rather have like the the bubblegum was a f- more fun experience, right? Even though I wouldn't want one of those every day. Like I, I could honestly see myself eating this every day. It's just it's it's not as like fun as cocoa pops. What did we decide was our ranking system for this? Because how I feel is if all these things were in front of me right now, I would go for a ding dong over white chocolate. Like that. That's how I see this. I think we. I think we. I think we did it like you're watching a movie or something, and you want to. You want a light snack to go with the movie. You've already but, had your popcorn and whatnot. But then I feel like half of the other things is like a cherry coke. Isn't that something you have alongside a snack? Well, it, it like. Or the bubblegum, or the bubblegum soda. Isn't that something you have alongside a snack? Let's say that. Okay, let's say this. Well, I don't know. <laughs> why, okay, why don't we make it that we rank them based on if they were all in front of us right now, which would we go for over the other one? But that would be different on different days. You know, we feel like one thing one day, we feel like something else the next. I feel like that's a risk we have to take. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Sigh. Why well, are you sighing, Jordan? Is it because we keep changing how we rank our stuff? Probably. <laughs> okay, f- you get to rank this wherever you want. I'm not going to judge. Ding Dong is fifth. Okay, that's fine. Chuck is next. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that decision. Okay, cool. But next week we have to come to a consensus on yeah. the white chocolate milkshake we'll make. Mm-hmm. And also, we have a mystery soda to drink next week. Oh yeah, week. that is next week. Yeah, well, we can do both. Yeah, we can we always do both. do both. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> this isn't a beach. This is a bathtub. What? Uh, okay, <laughs> that's, that's that's a over my head. Sorry. Uh, oh, good, Aaron. Okay, I'm um, gonna finish this off. You, you discuss. Actually, can, can just pour your white chalk ones into my cup. You, you can do that, Jordan. Right, I'll give you the cup without my okay. spoon because I'm probably to go to waste. Yeah, and you have way too much milk there. Yeah. So, 
Jordan. Yeah. I have a little question for you. Do you think super... I one as well. Do you think superpowers can be real? Why do you do this to me, man? <laughs> I literally told you before. I was like, I'm not sure if we've done this before on the podcast, so I'll tell you it now so it's not a complete surprise. And then you just go and ruin it for me. You know what? I'm actually going to edit that out. But I'm going to keep my rant in just so everyone knows that you made me annoyed okay. and then I get to do it my way. Okay. And this is why Dylan and I will be starting our own podcast. Do it. <laughs> no, okay. I'll start my own rival podcast where I'll rant about you being annoying for half an hour every single week. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Jordan, I have a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> what if superpower... What... I forget what my question was now. Do, okay, do you think superpowers could be we- re- Could be wheel? <laughs> could be wheel. Yes. Do you think superpowers could be no. wheel? It depends. Okay. It depends on what you consider to be a superpower. So, for example, let's say you had the ability to... Like, let's say your ears just had a much larger range than other humans. Would you call that a superpower? No, I'd say that is super. That's a just an abnormal. That is a uh, like you could say that's an athletic. Like it's essentially an ath, almost like athletic kind of thing. Like it's not athletic as well. It's not like an athlete's strength because they they're strong. Like a weightlifter, they can lift a lot of weight. Yeah, but you would still say that's within the bounds of humans. I'm talking about something... That's due to training, whereas I'm talking about someone who's born with like a higher range of hearing. It's likely possible, but it's like how far into that range would you classify it as a superpower mm. as just as an abnormal ability? Yeah. Like if you could hear to like down to 10 hertz, I wouldn't say that is super hearing. If you could hear like... I don't know, the hum of a star or something. I would say that is probably a superpower. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> that would be super annoying. <laughs> yeah, it would You'd be. You'd everything. I feel sorry for people who have tinnitus. <laughs> um, so what I was thinking about recently was what if superpowers actually exist? Like not everyone has them, but they do exist, but they are limited by someone's mental capacity. Okay, I understand. So, like, let, let's take weightlifters, for example. They can lift a lot of weight. Like, some people can deadlift, like, up to 200 or something plus kilograms, which is insane to think about. But I wouldn't think say that is sup- that that's a superhuman ability. I yeah. would say, like, being able to lift a car above them with, like, easily, I'd classify that as superhuman strength. Hmm. What if someone actually has the ability to gain that capacity of superhuman strength, but they just don't have the mental ability to train themselves to that extent because they just have never pushed themselves in that yeah, direction. Yeah, I, I think we actually have sort of talked about this, possibly <coughs> off off podcast, but like, yeah, I think I think we've discussed a similar way, like a, a similar conversation about this in the in the terms of like, there's a quote I saw the other day. I don't really remember the specifics of it, but they were like, I'm far more interested in, um, I'm, I'm far less interested in like the notion of like Einstein's brain than the fact that there are many, that there are 
possibly been many as capable people who have died in cotton fields and like coal mines and stuff. Basically mm. suggesting the fact that like, yeah, there are like, there could be millions of Einstein like level people with like that kind of intellectual capability that just haven't realized that or just, they just haven't been given the opportunities or they haven't explored it themselves. Like how far they can actually push that. So let's say like, you know, like autistic savants, right? There's about 20 in the world. Um, so it's a, a, like when I learned that, that's actually a lot less than I like Expected. thought about. Like yeah. you have this this boy, I don't know if he's still alive, but um, who could like, you could ask him to play any like, like, you know, Flight of the Bumblebee at any specific BPM and he'll do it and in any key and he can just do it. Like mm. just, just like that. Yeah. Or, or like he'll listen to a song then he'll be able to replicate it completely and it's just like, amazing at the piano. Mm. You can do it in any way, like fantastic, but he can't tie his shoelaces. So like that's a very like specific, not I wouldn't say disorder, but like there are, there is like something's unlocked in his brain and other people's brains. Like the man who can um, go up in a helicopter on the New York skyline, then then draw in pencil the entire skyline. We're talking every street and every street light. You know, like yeah. there's a guy who can do that. Um, like they've got something that's unlocked in their brain, most likely due to their autism. But obviously there are other parts of the brain that are in a sense like you could say quote unquote locked off. Um, whereas like like I'll, I'll, I don't like I'll say quote like regular people even though I would classify autistic people to be regular as well. Um, like yeah like even though I, I believe that would be harder to kind of like discover within someone. I think there definitely are people out there that do have like superhuman abilities whereas like superpowers like when i think superpower i think like flying i'm thinking like teleportation becoming invisible like doing things that are literally physically impossible yeah Um, and like that's something i wanted to touch on as well is the ability to fly the actual physics of flying is immense like the even to lift a kilogram off the ground by about a meter takes a lot of energy. So imagine yeah. having to lift and then sustain your own body off the ground for an extended yeah. period of time. Just f- doing that alone would require a ton of energy and concentration with probably years and years of practice. So, but what would you be practicing? What, well, what, what are you practicing though? That's the thing. Just <laughs> because no one like this isn't anything that's been documented before. So you might have the ability to levitate, but because it's too difficult to and like like too difficult physically and mentally, you just can't do it. So well, there- like no matter what, it'll like even if you are mentally like like mentally ready for it, even if you can train yourself mentally for it, it's still not physically possible. Well, no, that's the thing. It it would have to train up physically just like how a baby learns to walk or to hold up their head. It takes time and practice to build the strength to be able to do something like like that. But but what are you training in that regard? What what will allow this... Okay, let's say you're levitating. What do you... you, I don't know. Because I can't fly. (laughs) <laughs> no one I, can Someone might be able to no. That's what I'm proposing Okay, fine, fine, fine Let me, let's try a different superpower, okay? okay? The ability to read someone's mind Okay So the brain is made up of um, essentially firing neurons Which give off 
electrical signals that we can measure. Like there's, there's devices that are able to measure the signals in our brain. What if someone has the ability to be able to listen to those frequencies coming off of someone's brain? Yeah. But the thing it's it would be like trying to understand a different language. We might all be hearing it at the moment, but we just don't know how to interpret it properly. There are people that are really good, like mentalists, right? That are really good at telling if people are lying or... But like, that's like guesswork looking for tells and like also a bit of research as well before you meet someone in some cases. Yeah. But like I'm talking about, you literally hear everyone's mind around them and what they're thinking. It could be entirely possible that we're just like, we're just, we've just trained our brains to not listen out for that because it's just always there because there's always people around us. So what if we are actually able to read minds, just we need to learn the language of a mind? Once again, I just don't know what what you would be actually like. Like, does it does our brain output frequencies? Well, yeah, there's electrical impulses moving through the body. That's how nerves work. Yeah. So that will be releasing, but that won't be very minute amounts of electromagnetic radiation. Yeah, we're, like talk- someone- but we're talking. Yeah, and that's how you know, like. For and example, that's how lie detectors and whatnot work. Well, not well, like, particularly, like, you, you, but it's you, you, like, you know it's things, like functional MRIs and yeah. like um in like there's ways of actually measuring brain waves. So what if we are already able to do this? Just we don't know that language. That's what I'm saying. I can, I can understand. I can understand what, what you're saying. I, I just don't feel. I feel as though like the only, our senses, right? Our senses that we currently have. Yep. We have like, you know, touch, like you, you obviously have the five main senses, but we also have different senses, for example, like hunger, for example, like innate senses within us, like uh, uh, temperature, whatever that is, like yeah. feel like cold. Proximity feel, of yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. as well. Like, like, like you- all these sorts of things. Um, like I, I, I feel as though it would like all those senses still kind of rely off the five main senses. Um, and mm. I like... Not all of them, but like if for third person, for third, like a third person reading, like you, okay, how would you, how would you measure that, those electrical impulses? Would I just like put my hand on your arm and then just kind of feel it physically or would it, are you talking about telepathy? I don't know how these mechanics could work. I'm just proposing that it could exist. Someone might already have this ability, but they don't realize it. Okay, let me let let's just paint this picture. Have you ever been in a situation where you feel like you've been you're being watched? Yeah. And have you turned around and seen that there actually was someone watching you? I've like there's been times when I feel like someone's watching me. I turn and I watch them. What if that is because? What if the reason why we get that feeling is because someone is watching us? And they're suddenly transmitting something that we recognize. So our minds are like, oh, someone is basically transmitting my own brain back this to me. This is how people come become like tin <laughs> tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists. But, uh, can but I it, just quickly say, this is usually like... Most people would usually think I would be in your seat in this kind of discussion. <laughs> whereas like you're like the kind of like... 
like I'm in a sense the skeptic in this kind of regard and you're kind of like but what if but what if like this is like a, a strange conversation like most people would think that I would be in your seat if that makes sense exactly but like you yeah, but like what I'm saying is like you could be thinking someone is watching you and then like you could have that feeling that someone's watching you and then you turn around and you realize that there actually is someone watching you what if that is like the first signals that you are actually understanding someone else's brainwaves there would just be no way to receive those brainwaves. They're not. They're not. They're not so powerful that they can be amplified through air. But they can still be transmitted through it. Our minds might be able to listen out to those very, very, very tiny influxes in the electromagnetic field around <laughs> us. <laughs> this, Either yeah, way, it would be. I understand how this sounds now. <laughs> but it would be dampened by the air within a couple millimeters, in my opinion. Depends on the wavelength. Yeah, no matter what, you can't, like, the human body, unless we're talking about, like, you know, things, obviously, like, speaking is, like, a very powerful, relatively speaking, compared to, like, I mean, electromagnetic magnetic impulse from the brain. Our brains could be releasing that much radiation. I don't it think could be at a frequency could. that we're unable to I measure. I don't think we'd be able to detect that slight level of energy. If you were to able to... Every, it, every year, we get more and more precise ways of measuring many things around the world. Yeah, with like instruments, not with like Exactly. Our, but not with not with our bodies. But our bodies are very refined measuring instruments. Like you are but able But they are limited. Yes, we are limited, but like it's very easy for someone to like estimate a distance of something or like be able to know the position of where a sound is coming from because we're tr- we've been constantly training ourselves in our entire life to be able to know. Oh, I, was, oh, I, was I hear, like, I I hear a sound going... that arrives like this fraction of a second slower than on this side, so it must be in yeah, that direction. Yeah, I was actually going to mention that. Like, I, I think that's like a good innate sense. I was going to like mention that's like a not something that you can necessarily like. It's it's something that you can really only do subconsciously. Is like like figure out like where things are. Um, and, and like it goes even further than that. Like our minds actually map the our ears and how they're shaped, so that we can even tell with one ear blocked where it is in like 180 degrees and also vertically as well. Yeah. Like you can hear when something's above you because we, our minds know the shapes of our ears in such a way that how the frequencies change when they bounce in. Just real quick. That's why I'm, that's why I'm saying like (sighs) these sorts of superpowers could be real. Like you could be able to read someone's mind. Just, you haven't been trained. Like you haven't trained your mind to know how to listen to other people's minds. I was going to say something. I I literally have a headache right now. (laughs) (laughs) My brain is just like. I have blown Jordan's mind with this. No, I haven't been. I'm just trying to comprehend what your like your stupidity. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I completely understand your point. I just don't like. I just don't believe that we would be able to detect such minute levels of energy without, like, from specifically from humans. Like, okay, let, okay. Let's say someone was hypersensitive to energy within. A, like a, a specific radius around them, right? If I was to be able to read your electromagnetic like readings much more than that, I would be able to read the uh, like you know the radiation that's emitting from your computer and like the screens and all that sort of thing. I feel as though that would be that that's way more powerful, right? So I'd that would be screaming at me, and I wouldn't be able to understand you at all. If that kind of makes sense. That's just my like. But have you ever had that unsteady feeling? When you're near something that is electrically powerful, 
No. Really? Well, like, unless I'm aware of it. Like, not, not an innate feeling, no. Like, unless I, I hear it or feel it, no. Well, the thing is, like, there's times where, like, I'm in my office and I just feel this, like, high-pitched squeal. Like, I can't hear anything, but I know that there's this charger that sits behind my desk that emits this crazy frequency whenever it um, is just sitting there, not actually powering anything. You probably hear that. No one else can hear it. You just have good ears. Fine. Okay, you do, you fine. do have I can good ears. Because I remember um, there's a charger that I have in my room. This is ages ago. And I thought I was going crazy in my room because every time I'd plug in the charger and it wouldn't be charged. Like this is the charger for my PSP. Right. Um, and every time it wouldn't be plugged into the PSP and charging it and I would be, and it would be like plugged in. You could hear a very high pitch, like coming from it, and I like. Sometimes I'd mention Dylan, "Hey, can you hear this? Can you hear this?" Like, no. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just going crazy. But then one day you walked in and you you heard it, and you were like, "I'm just gonna." You just switched the whole power board off. <laughs> you didn't know what was connected like to it. You're like, oh, yeah, I can just hear that pitch, so you just flipped it off. I'm like, okay, I'm not going crazy. You do have good hearing, so that's probably what that is. Fine. Um, but uh, all okay. All I'm proposing is that there is a non-zero chance, like there's a non-zero probability that people could read minds, that people could fly, that people could have superhuman strength, that people could transform parts of their bodies. Who knows? Because like, like let's say growing a pair of wings, that would require a lot of mass, a lot of concentration, a lot of things would have to go perfectly for that to happen. And I think, but like, I feel like there is a non-zero chance. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's a non-zero chance. There was this man, like there was this uh, helicopter that crashed into like a river bank, like a swampy kind of river bank, like more than 10 years ago at this point. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But um, basically what happened were the, the, the people who, it was a low level crash. So the people um, inside it was kind of still there. They were kind of trapped under this helicopter. And this man comes, comes around and he literally lifts up the entire helicopter. Like he... He flips it back onto its two legs, and like scientists are like, that should not be possible. That this person can move an entire helicopter. Like, what the heck? Adrenaline, baby. Adrenaline, yeah, for sure. Um, Hell of a drug. And like, I've seen, I've seen like, um, like this video online of like this like boy, like uh, like twelve year old boy, and he's like, um, um, his mum like walking down a pathway and they, they got run over by a car and they, they didn't die or anything but like I, I specifically remember like the kid being like run over but then being able to just get up instantly even though he was like adrenaline. getting up instantly to check on his mom like adrenaline man yeah. yeah for sure so like adrenaline is a very like kind of it like I think that's like a like a superhuman ish like kind of drug in a, in a sense even though we all have it you know I think it allows us to get away with things that would typically not be possible but, but I feel like they are just proofs to my case that there could be someone who's just always at that level constantly. Aaron, is this whole story to set up the fact that like you've had a superhero like human experience yourself and you want to, you, you want me to justify this thought to yourself? Is that what this conversation is? I can read your mind. <gasps> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, if you can read my mind... What am I thinking about right now? It's a very... Okay, I'm thinking about a location within Australia 
What am I thinking about? Southwest Rocks. No. Okay. Never mind. I'm thinking about Albury. Albury. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think that's enough of me being a skepticist. Let's take this tinfoil hat off. And place it onto, not my head, let's actually scrunch it up because I love scrunching up tinfoil. So much, in fact, that one year Aaron gave me a roll of aluminium foil for my birthday. Yes. <laughs> so always, birthday present. We would always get, oh, bro, do you remember the garlic breads from the canteen? Yeah, they were And amazing. the hash browns. hash browns. Like, come on, man. Amazing. Okay. So, have I told you, have I talked to you about aphantasia? Aphantasia? No, I don't Okay, so I freaked out. When I was in quarantine, this would have been like day three. I almost cried from this, but I think I was just way in my head about this. Okay, so I'm, I think I've I think I've talked about this with you before. But when you shut have. your eyes and you imagine something, do you actually physically see it as if your eyes were open, but not to the same level of detail? Like, are you actually seeing colors? As if you were seeing them with your own eyes. As if you were wearing... like, Okay, let's say I, you were to close your eyes and I were to tell you to imagine a red triangle. Would it be a similar experience as if you were wearing a VR headset and you could the, the light was going into your eyes? Is that a similar experience? Even though you can't... like, Is it similar? It's... Mm, I wouldn't say the same. It's almost like my brain is halfway between the VR and just pitch black kind of thing. It's yeah. like, it's all, it's like half there, but half not kind of thing. This is like such a difficult like conversation because there exists a group of people that believe that they have aphantasia, which is the lack of that imagination. Right. So the lack of a mind's eye. And I think that that condition doesn't exist because this is such a subjective thing that I don't, Okay, so for example, like when I shut my eyes, I can imagine something like I can imagine like you in the room and all that sort of stuff, but I don't actually physically see like my, my, like everything is still pitch black, right? Mm -hmm. That's still the same for you, right? It's still pitch black, but you can still see it. Yeah. Yeah. But like nothing is actually like physically showing off as if you were looking at it. It's just, you have like a, a concept of what it feels like inside your brain, right? I think that's a. I think that's what everyone has. But people with aphantasia, they believe that they don't have that ability. They think that when you actually imagine something, it actually appears before you as if you were wearing a VR headset. Right. So they're just confused about what people exactly. actually imagine. And, you, and go to r slash aphantasia, and you'll find a bunch of people sort by new bunch of people being like, "Oh my gosh, I had no idea I had this," because <laughs> because it's it's it's. For, so I apologize for this, for, but for lack of a better, a better term, it's a whole circle jerk with like um, people thinking that it's just something that it's not. I think that I think our experiences are reality, and that there are some people which a guy called uh, coined the term prophantasia that they actually can in a sense have like hallucinations when you're when you when, you, when your mind when your eyes are shut right and you right. can actually physically see them in front of you as if they were you wearing a VR headset i feel like people are getting confused between a dream and imagination cuz would you say when you're dreaming it feels real i i i do have very real dreams so yeah because I think that might be like, like they. My mind is convinced. I'm. It's like you, know. you convince you. A mind convinces your mind convinces yourself that a dream is reality. Yeah, I think that's where they think imagination should also be playing the part. Where they their imagination should also be 
feeling like reality. Yeah, because you and can... And they're disappointed that they can't get to that state while they're awake. You can remember, like, like you can remember your dreams and kind of what they look like, but it's not like, you know, they were really fully there, you know. To me, when I think about a dream, it's kind of like maybe a dream sequence in a movie where it's kind of like, not blurry, but it's like everything kind of has like a bloom effect and it's quite colourful, but a bit washed out at the same time. If that makes sense? Is that the same for you? No, like I'll have... Well, I don't dream that often, but usually when I do, it's quite vivid. Mm. So like I... It actually feels like reality. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. I think... I think... Uh, like oh. there... On the Aphantasia subreddit, there are people with like... Um, here's a quick Aphantasia test. Like, Wait, sorry. What? I can hear that they bought M&Ms to fill up my M&M jar. Oh, how lovely of them. That is very nice of them. <laughs> um, I well, think it's probably for them as well. Yeah. They're like... It, it justifies them stealing off it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Well, um, I have some other things to talk about, but... Um, yeah, it's on the list, what, what else is on the? What else is on the list? Uh, that was Aaron's quick question. That wasn't very quick <laughs> It wasn't at all. very quick. Here's something that I'm not sure if I've talked about on the podcast or with you or what but this is something really interesting that i totally forgot about for ages but then I was, is this on the list it's not no, this is on my own personal one this is can you rumble your ears what do you mean by that okay there is a muscle that exists within your ears that some people like, I think every, everyone is physically able to, just not everyone is like has, like, realized it. Kind of similar to your thing where you you can rumble your ears and you can produce a sound just by tensing a specific muscle within your ears. Yeah, I can do that. And what does it sound like to you? It sounds like a wobbly, like, 40 I would say it's like a, I would say it's so. like a distant thunderstorm. Yeah. Does that make sense I, to you? That makes sense, but like yeah. it's a constant thunderstorm. It's not like it's like you hear it's like not like a rumble and then it dies away. It's like it's just constant rumble. Yeah, exactly. Kind of yeah. Turns out not many people can do that. Yeah, I know. This and, um cuz uh this is also the same muscle that like lets you do the unblocking of your ears, yeah. like the pressure equalization. Yeah. Um and not everyone can actually do that without like doing the whole blowing on the nose thing. Yeah. So, so I can actually I've been able to do that forever. Yeah, yeah, me too. And like, I had no idea that it was something that not everyone could do. Yeah. So for those that are completely confused, here's what I'll say: just yawn, just yawn. <sighs> like you know, this will help. This will help everyone yawn. We're just making people yawn now. <laughs> Think about the. Oh, I haven't actually properly yawned. You know, I'm fake yawning to try and force an actual yawn. Force an actual one, yeah. And like yeah. when you do it, you could also like hear your you, breath you, and you can hear your voice from inside itself. Yeah, exactly. Like you can exactly. hear your voice from in your throat, and if, when, when you hear that rumble, that's, those are the exact muscles that you can tense. But like I, wonder, like, I wonder how many friends that don't know about this. This is a yeah. question I haven't asked. I think we need to survey our friends now. Yeah, I think we should. You know what? Let's call up Dylan. Okay, let's do that, shall we? So, Dylan didn't pick up. So, why don't we talk about the next thing on the list, which is, uh, I think, do you want to do Next Wave Films. Yes. So, Aaron, Riley, and I all submitted for Next Wave. And... We did. And we got shortlisted. <laughs> we've all been shortlisted Woo. so far. So... I'm not I'm not getting too crazy about being shortlisted. I feel like no. that always happens. I think 
at the end of this month, if we find out if we got to finals or not, that's when it's like cause for celebration. Kind yeah, of no, totally. Shortlists are just like, you know, at least we're not wondering. I think that's, I think that's what most, most of it is. It's just like, it just kind of gives people, it's, it's less for us than it is for the people that didn't make it. It's more so for the people that did make it. So at least they know that they're not going to make it. Yeah. Whereas we're still on the maybe. So it's not really important. Well, like it's definitely good news, but like yeah. once like- we, once we go to the, like if we, um, are selected for finals, we know it's going to be screened. Yeah. So that's at least something, you know, we'll at least be going to the festival. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. So I think it, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped about that. How confident are you that we're going to get to finals? Okay. So I'm not confident in the quality of my film. I, um, I think I've got no idea, man. I got no idea. Like, I think definitely at least one of us will. You're a I'll blind would... Bambi on that one? Huh? You're a blind Bambi on that one? Probably. If you... I've never heard that saying before, but sure. <laughs> Bambi is a deer and they're yeah. blind. No idea. Oh, uh, no idea. Oh, I gotcha. Blind cool. Bambi. Very nice. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Um, like, I think, I think at there is a good chance that at least two of us will make it. Depending on how... We don't know how many entries were this year. He said... Like they said that it was like very competitive this year. But did they say that last year? No, they didn't. Right. They didn't. They didn't say it was a very competitive year last year. That's but weird. who knows? Like I maybe, thought we could they, just be totally reading into it. See, I thought they ex- would have extended it because they weren't really getting that many submissions. Yeah. But you said that, that you told me they extended it last year as well. They did extend it at least a week last year, but this week, this year they extended it four weeks. I think five. Four or five weeks, but yeah. I, th- I think they probably made that decision as soon as they knew that the festival itself was going to be pushed back a couple months anyway. So, right, okay, yeah. I, th- I imagine that they probably just extended by at least a week every year. That's probably just a thing they do to kind of surprise the new filmmakers because the new filmmakers are the ones that are going to be more like um, under the pump, or like th- the they'll ranks. be more discouraged to do it if they haven't done it before and they don't know like. You know, if uh, if this is the first time they're totally entering a film festival, they might just get discouraged. Mm. But like the extra one week will give them that, oh, you know, maybe, you know, cool. So I think that's probably something that they most likely do every year. Well, but, beca- but, they, but they just did it for five weeks, so they might as well. They've Yeah, it was actually really funny. I wasn't, I was wanting to enter this year, but it was getting close to the due date. I was like, I don't have anything. Yeah. And then I found out they extended it by five weeks. And I was like, I may as well do something now. Yeah. So that's the only reason I'm in it. It's because I extended it. Yeah. Well, I got back from quarantine on Monday and the original, um, like, uh, deadline was the Monday after that. So I was originally going to have a week to put something together. Mm. Um, I think, I, I just don't know. Um, I think we all have a pretty good chance of making the finals. I don't think any particular film of ours is any better or worse than the others that might complete on well I'll, wait i just said i'm not co- confident in the quality of my film i shouldn't <laughs> Thanks, I, should, I shouldn't drag you along with that um i'm not confident in the i i think i think what aren't you out, confident out, out of three what out, aren't of, you? out of all three i think mine's the least good out of all three of them i think so i was i wanted to ask you what do you think the worst thing about mine is um, well, that's a good question. Be completely honest. I'll be completely honest. Sure. Um, <sighs> try to remember. I think I'm not sure if uh, 
I'm just trying to think about, okay, I think... It's been a while since you watched it. I, I, I understand. I think the um, message of it, I guess, is like... Well, I, I like the message, but it could be easy. I I get the message, but I think the message message could be easily misinterpreted of right. your film. So Aaron's film is about someone who's at the, um, you know, office job. They don't like it and they quit, um, to go be where they want to be. Um, like there are like I like the idea of like if you're not happy in an environment, leave it. But at the same time, there's like a specific responsibility. Like you kind of ignore the real life responsibility that this guy still has bills to pay sort of thing. So I think the message of it could be misinterpreted being like, well, not everyone has that luxury, you know, not everyone, yeah. you know, but there's only so much you can fit within five minutes. It's not like you could exactly. like really address those issues. Um, yeah. Um, I th- and I know my, I just don't like my dialogue in my film. I like how it was shot though. Yeah. I, I think cinematically my, my film wasn't that bad, but like I just don't like the dialogue in my film. But I th- I really liked Nina's performance as well as um, Padmini's. They both did a great job. So, you know. You know. Here's the thing. I'm just, I can't watch my film. I just can't. I'm not going to watch my film until So I- you haven't properly watched it yet? No, I've seen it. I, I've watched it like exact same thing happened last year. I watched it through once before submitting it. Like, like, you know, I'd made drafts and stuff and then like, I'm like, oh, okay, I've got to change that. And then once I'd made sure that, um, that, uh, like everything was all good, I, um, I, yeah, just kind of watched it through, submitted it and then I haven't seen it since and I don't think I want to. <laughs> I just don't want to. I'm just too embarrassed. I'm too, emb- like, I, I get, I get so self-critical about myself. So, well, about my work. So, um. Like, yeah, I'm just not going to watch it until the film festival. And in that case, it's the worst because we're the last age groups. Then the entire f- film festival, instead just of... just seeing it, stressing. Yeah, instead of enjoying the other films, I'm like, my film's coming up and I don't remember what happens in it. <laughs> well, that's what happened last year. I'm like, what even... Like, I, I, Why am I, I even I, here? What do I even I only, I only remembered parts about my film last year. I'm like, what even happened like specifically? Am I, like, is there going to be something like terrible that I've missed? that Because I, I hadn't reviewed it in ages because mm. I didn't want to because I knew it was going to be screened because it got to the finals and like, oh, it's just so much stress, man. It's yeah. a lot of stress. See, I was fairly feeling the same about like, I was very not wanting to share it with people and show it to people, but... And I, we started a media club at SCADS and I said, oh, yeah, I've entered a film festival. And they're like, oh, do you want to show us the film at some time? And I was like, I'll think about it. And the more I thought about it, I was like, why am I so nervous about this? These kids haven't ever entered a film festival themselves. I'm someone who's actually taken the time to make yeah, something. Yeah, for sure. If they judge me for it, I can it's just put them, it, I can put it back on them. Like, show me what you can do. Kids. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like I've actually achieved something where they are just sitting there judging me. <laughs> you should just I, you should I, just tell them that. No, but like, that's that's why... But I'm now, think- before you watch this, just know that you guys have amounted to nothing <laughs> in your lives. So if you're going to judge me, I'm not, at least make something first. I'm not saying that, but like... <laughs> but I feel like... Like, why am I caring so much? Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I totally agree. So that's why I'm just, I'm just going to take, I'm just going to show them. They and, can, and they he, can watch it, and if they judge me, I'm going to be fine with that. They'll probably, they might point out something that I find constructive and that I already agree with, or if they point out something, I, don't, I don't know, like completely ridiculous, I'll be just like, okay, fine, that's your opinion. Everyone's allowed to have their own yeah, opinion. Yeah, good. I think that's a mature way to 
think about it. Um, Except you're wrong. The, the thing is, like, and you've amounted to nothing. The thing is, like, I. Okay, for example, when you made the vlogs, yes, like I loved watching that because it's my friends making content. I love watching people that I know make content. Maddie had a YouTube channel for a bit. I loved her content. Lindsay uploaded. Yeah, he uploads stuff. Like I love that. Um, it's so it's so cool to watch people's content and you know as it, like so a media club. Are you teaching this media club? Uh, kind of. I'm part of the crew. I'm part of the group of people that assist the club essentially. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Whoa, this like dude that like I hardly know that I just kind of see around school. He's actually creative and he's actually like submitted this thing. That's like something to look up to. Yeah. So I think there's no. Yeah, I don't think you should be scared at all. I think I think. You should just kind of show them it. I think I kind of just want to wait. I, Even though I do have that attitude about it, I would like at least to wait until I get an email saying, hey, I'm in the finals. Yeah. Just so I'm like, I've, like I'm a finalist in a short film contest rather than just being like, I've entered a film contest. I feel yeah. like it's just, it'd be just a bit more of achievement to show people essentially. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think like they'll, they'll really kind of, you, you, your your short film's a really good example of a short film, not only from like the, the, the story structure of it, but um you have things such as Foley that have like entered it. Like like even from a purely technical standpoint, there's a lot to learn from your film in, in the because it, it it's got a, it's got a lot of it's a great example because it's got a lot of different techniques used. Like you know, you use green screen, you you did Photoshop, um costumes, lighting, that lighting change. There's a lot to learn from it, regardless of like if they like the story or not from a technical standpoint, at least it's something worth teaching. Yeah. And I think it's good because I like, there's also things behind the scenes that like I personally learned that I wish I knew before I started a project like this kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, when like, I I didn't tell many people about tea time with Dove at camp. Oh, and I've got something to talk about with camp afterwards. I might remember, remember might have to start making a list for next week, Jordan. I know. How long is this podcast going on for? It's nearly an hour at this point. Oh yeah. Well, look, we're back to the long form episodes. Um, just haven't caught up in a while. I know it's, it's, it's good. Um, so at, like at camp, I didn't show many people tea time myself, but only really when it came up in conversation, like... How did it, how on earth did that come up in conversation? Like I would be talking about um, making short films, like like someone would ask me about short films I've made in the past because and of the film And then you bring thing. it up, okay. Well, that, yeah, they wouldn't like- bring it. Like I meant like only when it would be logical for me to bring it up in conversation, you right. know? Um. Just a really quick side note. This is really funny. So Dylan has, in a sense, not been strictly, but like they have Dylan in mind for my job that I had this year at Blue Star. What? Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what the go is, but essentially Dylan got an email from the... Uh, one of the camp directors at Blue Star talking, uh, asking about um, his like experience. Like, can you teach us about? Oh, sorry, can you tell us about like? Because um, when when you enter the agency, you list down all your skills and whatnot. So they just ask, can you tell us about you know your archery skills? Is what he listed like you know maybe horse stuff, um, your filmmaking stuff as well. So he's like, yeah. Dylan was like, yeah. Um, th- this is like these are like some of my um, skills and stuff. And then they're like, yeah, okay. Tell us a bit more about you know your film kind of role and all that sort of stuff. So they're looking for someone to do the video option. Right. I don't know, but here's the thing. Dylan didn't actually go to camp this year, right? So in a sense, his application is still, 
it hasn't like you know he's paid his fee to his he, he has a different agency but he's paid his fee to his agency and he's still yet to be technically like placed and go to a camp right okay. because i haven't re-signed up at my agency I, it's possible that i haven't been considered because i'm just not on the list currently i just don't know if they approach me outside of camp or either that or they just don't want me back or whatever like right, you know yeah. but it's just kind of funny how it's possible that dylan could be now I'll, I'll say this we've actually kind of agreed that if we can both get jobs at blue star we're totally going to do that because that'll be a lot of fun yeah we like i want to teach the video option again and then dylan wants to teach archery there um but if both of us can't get jobs at blue star neither of us are going to go Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll just go to the our other ones that we're supposed to go this year. But how funny is that? How like, yeah, they like, were considering him. Wow. Yeah, like they didn't re- like they had no idea. But like, how funny is it that they've reached out to the best one of the best friends of you know the person who already <laughs> had that job? Like, like they've they've not they haven't screwed up. But like, it's kind of awkward. It's kind of an awkward position to be in. Mm. So Dylan's going to send them an email saying, um, "Look." I know because I was one of two Aussie counselors. It's like here, and he already mentioned that he had a friend who went to Blue Star. Um, right. They're going to figure out pretty quick that it's me. So yeah. he, Dylan's going to say, "Listen, um, I like um, I know Jordan, who was a video option, and though he enjoyed it, it's not something that he, uh, video, teaching the video option is not something that he te- really wants to do. Because right, like from, yeah. from my experience, because it it requires a lot of editing outside of your teaching hours and all that sort of stuff. So yeah." That's kind of funny, I find. That, yeah. is, that is quite funny, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else? Should we sizzle next week? Well, or it's real quick. The the, the, ch- the restaurant chain Sizzler is shutting down, and that's something that was on our fast food tier list. I think I just have to face. mention that. Um, I never got to go. I only went once when I was like six, yeah. seven. Maybe there are some locations still available. Maybe it's like and Blockbuster. I- Something yeah. will just still yeah. exist. Yeah. Years after. I mean, there's still one in Alaska that exists. <laughs> the last blockbuster in America. Um, I'm going down to Sydney tomorrow to uh, just for the weekend to see Lindsay. So um, maybe there's a sizzler there I could go to. <laughs> Who knows? Don't you let your hopes down now? Sure. Give it a Google. Give it a quick Google. I'll quickly check my other list of things that I could quickly mention maybe. Oh, um, it says permanently closed. On all of them? Um, oh, here's a here's a uh, here's a YouTube video, really quick YouTube video. Sorry. I, I might have I might have uh, sent it to you. It's called Siri has a stroke. Did I send that to you? Siri has a stroke. No, you I think I sent it to Dylan. Uh, they're all perfectly hey, Siri. Closed. Who is Kristen Ritter? I'm on it. Kristen Elise Ritter is an American actress, model, musician, and author. Ritter is known for her roles as lead superhero Jessica Jones on the Marvel series, Jessica Jones, and the crossover miniseries The Defenders, Jane Margulis on the AMC drama series Breaking Bad, and Chloe on the ABC comedy series Don't Trust the Bee. <laughs> it 
legitimately sounds like she's slowing down. She's like having a brain brain fart. It's, it's, it's like don't tr- don't trust her being apartment twenty three, but oh. I wonder if it's still a thing. Hey Siri, who's Kristen Ritter? Here's what I found. Read it out for me. I don't think she's going to do it. Ritter is an American actress, musician, oh. author, and model. She is known for starring as the Wow, it's fantastic that intonation. Oh. Yes. Yes. sitcom Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Oh. Oh. But how, how realistic does that sound? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, like the intonation, like actress, musician, author, and model. Like, it's like what? That yeah. sounds like just a, such a real person. That's why. That's why. Um, auto, Google automated calls exist. Yeah, that's crazy. That's so yeah. cool. We're living in the future, everybody. Except we're not doing that episode again. We're not living. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that one again. We don't. We don't want to be living in the past, do we? Exactly. Well, thank you everyone for joining in on today's episode of the Tasteful Podcast. If you'd like to contact us, just email us. Give us an email, Aaron. At t h e t a s t e f u l p o d c a s t at g m a i l dot c o m. Yes, that's t h the t h e t a s t Jordan, are you alright? Jordan, Jordan, snap out of it. At gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. I've been ads. As a. Ads. <laughs> ads. I, I was going to say AJ, but you, I was like, no, that's next week. Before. I'm Asman, yeah. I'm Asman. I'm Asman. And I'm Robin. And we'll see you later. Later. Bye. <laughs>